Hello, y'all. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. I am so glad you're here. Today, we're going to talk about this. When it comes to mistakes made by new business builders, specifically my fitness industry new business builders, there are about four that just about every one of us makes at one point or another. And these are the four that cause new business owners to spin their tires and to lose momentum and to eventually fail or quit. So here's what I want you to tell me. Hello. We've got April here. She is one of my new accelerators. Woo! Go, April. All right. So here's what I want you to tell me in the beginning of the show right now. What do you think your biggest problem is in building your business? So I want to hear what you think your biggest problem is. I'm going to talk about four very common mistakes. These are probably going to encompass some of the things that you say. But as we get started, tell me, what do you think your biggest problem is when it comes to starting or building your business? So here's what we're going to talk about. Over the last 40 years, the traditional fitness industry model successfully marginalized and alienated millions of people not on purpose, but here's what happened. The modern fitness industry came into being in the 70s and 80s. And back then, in-person gyms were all beautiful and dramatic. And um, there was all this, I don't know, scene, scenification <laughs> that went along with being part of a gym. Um, you know, some were like heavy-duty weightlifting kind of gyms. Some were more like aerobics, you know, all about the beautiful instructors and the music. Anyways, beauty, drama goes along with being an in-person facility. These facilities were created to serve anybody and everybody that they could serve. And so what happened is that the fitness industry went out and marketed what they thought everybody wanted. They marketed youth, beauty, and six-pack abs to everyone as fitness. Then, as time went on, at-home fitness started happening, right? That was the Jane Fonda stuff. That was every celebrity having to have a fitness, a workout video. So at-home fitness, taught by gorgeous celebrities and superstar instructors, were the next thing that came along. So if you remember when, <laughs> I'm going to date myself here. Do you remember when the video store had an exercise video section? <laughs> so every celebrity had to have a fitness video and every gorgeous superstar instructor was out there. I interviewed Tammy Lee Webb recently. I just uploaded her episode to my podcast. And I, I interviewed her live in um, December. So anyways, gorgeous superstar instructors. The fitness offerings were heavily skewed to those who were already in shape. And the concept of fitness became intertwined with beauty and with youth. This is why your Aunt Betty is telling you she will not go to the gym until after she loses 15 pounds people got intimidated. And that's how millions were marginalized. 
on top of the people who don't feel beautiful enough or youthful enough. There are the people who have special conditions and immune deficiencies and all of the gamut. There are lots and lots of people who are not being served by the traditional fitness industry model. So here's the thing. Fitness is not all about beauty or youth or six-pack abs. We have so much more to offer. Fitness is measured on a continuum, not on a scale, meaning that we, uh, what we offer can be quantified, can be quantified by each individual client or participant. As fitness pros, all of us, you hear Stella is coming in. <laughs> Y'all might think I have a zoo going on over here. We've always got bad doggy in the background barking, and then Stella likes to barge in and get really vocal during the show. I have three pets. <laughs> We've got Walter, who's our big dog. We've got Bella, who's a little malty poo. She's bad doggy that you hear me calling bad doggy all the time. And then we've got Stella, who is a Burmese kitty cat. And she is very vocal because Burmese are very vocal. So I apologize for the zoo-like sounds in my house. That's all the pets we've got. Let me get back to the subject at hand here. As fitness professionals, we each come with our own authenticity, which is your passion plus your personality. And we each have the opportunity to serve fitness to the masses and to specific audiences in a new way. because. Right now, with the onset of online um, offerings, we have the unique opportunity to serve the exact people we want to work with in the best way, in a way that is more personal, in a way that seeks to serve clients who are eager to participate in the client in the programs that we offer. Let me know if this is resonating with you. If you have thought about serving your program directly to consumers so that you can serve them, then you are starting a business. So before you do, before you start serving direct to consumer, I want to talk about the biggest mistakes fitness professionals make when starting an online fitness business or a direct to consumer fitness business in any way. It does not have to be online. I want you to avoid making these mistakes so that you can get away from the gym if that's what you want to do, so that you can serve the clients that you love and so that you can make a real living doing it. <laughs> so before we go any further, let me say this. This is the Fit Pros Business Show for professional fitness and health coaches. I'm Kelly Coulter. I've been a fitness instructor as well as an online marketing geek since the 90s. I've helped thousands of fit pros bootstrap their, biz bootstrap their businesses quickly without all the drama while creating a profit from day one. I'm teaching you step-by-step -step how to get your clients first, get your first clients, get your next clients so that you can build a massively profitable business doing what you love. Because as pros, we all have a unique mix of experiences, expertise, and personality that makes us perfect to serve a specific audience. It's my job to help you find and serve that audience so that you can step away from the gym, serve the clients that you love, and make a real living doing it. So are you ready to make a real impact in the lives of others while creating the life you dream of for yourself and your family? Let's get started. All right. 
Before we get too far into this, I want to give you one quick housekeeping note, and that is this. Last week, I started uploading the audio from the Fit Pros show, from the Fit Pros business show, to Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. So what that means is that, yes, you can now find this show as a podcast, Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Search for The Fit Pros Business Show. And also, yes, this means that the audio that you are hearing, if you're listening to this as a podcast, was originally recorded as a live session on Facebook. So if you're listening to the podcast, cast you hear me refer to a comment or a question sent in real time to me during the recording. Don't let that throw you off. I want you to get this information because what I am serving up here today is pure gold and you are going to get so much out of it. All right. So let's get to it, y'all. Before we go, let me see if there are any comments that I need to address here. Mm, so April saying my biggest issue is that I don't have an offer. Oh, we got you, we got you, girlfriend. I, I have all kinds of ideas based on the meetings we've already had. I think about it and I research it and I make a plan, but I struggle struggle to actually get my offer out there. Start by starting is the one of the hardest things that we do. And also intimidated by those other coaches. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So let's get to it, y'all. Today, we're not going to talk specifically about your offer. We're going to talk about some things that people do that um, they either do because they're stalling on making their first offer or that they're doing because, um, yeah, (laughs) they're stalling and they're afraid. Um, A lot of these mistakes are based around fear-based decision-making, and that is something that plagues every single one of us. So let's get to number one. There are going to be four major bullet points here if you're taking notes. The first one is this. We all make the mistake of listening to or being sold on the idea of making a huge investment in either time or money before we go out and serve our paid customers. All right, so hear me out. I see it every time I teach the business kickstart. People will leave the business kickstart. They will hear what I had to say. They will say, okay, I'm going to start by starting and I'm going to create my offer and I'm going to go grab those clients. And then they come back to me and they say, but I don't have a website, but I need more certifications, Um, but I don't have a logo. What should my company name be? Y'all, those are all questions that can be answered by serving paid customers. So I once had a Kickstarter take the whole course, go all the way through, and I really thought he had heard what I had to say and he was making progress. And he asked for a meeting with me a few months later and I was like, heck yes, let's do this. Let's talk about all the progress that you've made. And I get into the meeting And he wants to show me this website. Now, this is someone who had told me during the kickstart that he did not have two nickels to rub together. And he had gone out and spent tens of thousands of dollars developing 
a huge website with branding, with color scheme, all the stuff, and putting all of these videos in the can. So he had spent hours and weeks of his life creating videos and also in the meantime had invested, I don't even know, I don't know if he got a second mortgage or what, but invested all of this money into a website. And I was like, wow, this is gorgeous. And it was, it was a gorgeous website, super professional, easy to use all the things. How many customers do you have? Y'all zero, still had zero customers, had not started serving clients and was coming to me now in an emergency situation because he was in a panic because he still had no customers. This is a huge one. We all do this. We get sold on the idea that you have to have a funnel with a lead magnet and an evergreen product and that that's supposed to lead into a higher end offer and lead, lead, lead. When the fact is all of these things that you can develop are never going to work if you are not already serving paying clients. And here's why. If you are creating a lead magnet, if you're creating branding, if you're creating a website without serving paid clients, you are developing your product in a vacuum. You don't have the voice of the actual people that want to use your product in your ear. So you're developing this product and you're making this huge investment without ever knowing if it's actually going to sell. You don't know for sure that you are even solving the problem that your people have because you're not in contact with them. I know it's hard to swallow, but the fact is you have got to start by starting and you start by starting by going to the people that you would like to be serving and making an offer. All right, so that is bullet point number one. I want you to avoid making a huge investment with your time or with your money before serving paid customers. I want you to get out there and make a direct offer to paying customers, and I want you to start coaching them first. Step number one. All right, how's that how's that landing with you guys? <laughs> Number 2, y'all. We don't understand the unique value and advantages that we bring to our clients. So we don't take the time to really sit down and evaluate our own unique personality, education, experience. We don't understand the true results of the format that we deliver our workouts in. We don't understand the true, we don't, understanding is not the word that I want to use here. We don't um, accept, come to peace with, really um, meld with the true value that we bring. So we rely on things like I teach bar to sell this experience to people. Or we say, um, we say the result is, and then we give something like external and physical. 
So we rely on the format, we rely on the delivery platform, instead of realizing that what people are buying when they are buying coaching is your own unique personality, education, and experience. So we fail to lean in to our own value And we fail to lean into the results that we bring to the people that we work with. And instead, we rely on, like I said, the format, the delivery platform, all of the external results, like your butt's going to get three inches higher, that sort of thing. So when we don't understand the unique value and advantages that we bring to our clients, what we end up doing is creating our pricing and creating our offers based on what we see everyone else doing. So we rely on all of these external factors. We're looking at the schedule at the gym, what classes are most popular. We're looking at the the other instructors around us. What are they doing that works? And what that tends to leave out is what we bring to the table. Your people are going to buy from you for one reason and one reason only, and that is their connection and their trust in you. It has zero to do with your background It has zero to do with your video quality. It has zero to do with your equipment. It has zero to do with the format that you teach. Okay, it might have a little bit to do with the format that you teach. But what they really want is access to you. They want information from you. They want you, you, you. And what you bring to the table. So not understanding the unique value and advantages that you bring to your clients is that mistake number two. You have to really dig in on what it is that you bring to the table and why they want to work with you. Okay, I saw that my AirPods had connected and I wanted to make sure that I was still, you guys can still hear me, right? All right, mistake number three. Let me know if you can't hear me. If you can't hear me, let me know. Pricing our product based on what we think they will pay rather than demanding our worth. So if you're on my mailing list, you got an email this Monday and it said exactly this. You do not get what you deserve in this world. There is no such thing as fair. And this is what I truly believe from the bottom of my heart. There is no such thing as fair. I actually think that we do ourselves a disservice by thinking about the concept of fair sometimes because fair has nothing to do with anything in so many ways in business and in life. Sorry, not sorry, y'all. It is what it is. So you get what you demand in this world. You have to go out and take it. You have to get what you are worth. If you do not, then you will just get what you accept. Make sense? We all deserve to be making a million dollars. We are all servant leaders. We're here because we want to help people. I've been working 
full-time with only fitness instructors and personal trainers for the last two years. And I can tell you this, they do not want to talk about making six figures. That's not why we went into the business. You know what they want to talk about? How many people can I help? How many people can I impact with the program that I'm creating? Make sense? So what that means, I lost my place in my notes here. So what that means is that you have to figure out for yourself what your program is worth based on what you know you want to make this year, based on the number of clients that you are willing to serve simultaneously, based on the amount of results you expect your clients to get. You have to decide what this offer is worth and then you have to ask for it. Demand can be a strong word when I start to talk about this, but you have to be willing to ask for what your program is worth. Otherwise, you're just going to get whatever you accept. Now, here's the other thing that we do a lot of when it comes to pricing. We go to broke-ass people and we start asking them what they think we should pay. That's a little bit strong. Maybe it's not broke people, but maybe it's for sure people who are not your audience. So what I'm saying here is that we will go to our mom and our sister and we'll say, um, I'm going to start uh, maybe teaching Zumba classes online. And um, what do you think you would pay for a Zumba class online with me? And your mom has never taken your class or maybe she has. Your sister um, goes to the bar class and she's like a bar snob and doesn't think that Zumba's worth anything. And so they're like, oh, I don't know, like $3 a session, $5 a session. And then you guys are coming back to me and I'm telling you to charge 60, 70 bucks a month for a subscription. And you're like, my mom said $3 a class. And I'm like, has your mom ever taken your class? Your mom is not your people. Your sister is not your people. People who have not invested money with you are not your people. You cannot go to those people and ask them what you think, what they think that you should be charging and expect an answer. And as a matter of fact, you cannot go to anybody (laughs) and ask them what you think they think you should be charging. You have to decide that for yourself. That is a hard pill to swallow. I get it, but it is the 100% absolute truth. These products that we are bringing to the market are very unique to each one of us. And there is no one else out there that can tell you what you should charge except for you. Probably one of the hardest things that you will do as you start your business. I'm going to let you stew on that for a minute, you guys. I'm going to check out your questions. All right. So number Four is this. Y'all, have you ever been involved in a gym where there's a group fitness director and um, you're on the group fitness schedule and the group fitness director goes out and says, not enough people are taking classes. I'm going to survey everybody and find out what they want from the group fitness schedule. And so group fitness director goes out, does a survey 
surveys all the people who are not taking classes, surveys all the people who come to the 9.30 a.m. every Monday, Wednesday, Friday and stands in the front row, surveys all the people that stand in the back row, surveys the people that used to come to class and don't come to class anymore. And then they get all of this information back from all these people. And it's segmented into a few buckets. There's the vocal minority. That's your people, your 9.30 a.m.s in the front row. They have a lot to say. And then you've got your back row people. Some of them filled the survey out. A lot of them didn't. Most of them didn't. And then the people who are in the gym that are not using the group fitness room most likely did not fill out the survey. So you get this wildly skewed data, and then they make a new schedule based on this wildly skewed data that is heavily um, heavily leans toward the squeaky wheels from the front row, and you end up with a fitness schedule that even less people use than before. Has anybody been involved in a process like this? I know I have. I've seen it happen over and over and over again. So... We do the same thing when we start our programs. It's hard to put that stake in the ground and say, here's what I do. And it's especially hard when you have to come up with the thing that you are an expert in and say, huh, here's my crown. I am crowning myself the expert. This is what I'm the expert in. This is what I'm going to teach you. That is hard. And so what we do instead is we start to survey our people Mm, what do you want from me, you guys? What do you think you might want? And then you get all these weird answers. And if you actually try to build your product around those weird answers, you're going to end up miserable. So they might say something like, um, I want 5.30 live classes. And you know you're not available at 5.30 because you've got the kids, you've got the things. So let's say you even do switch your schedule around or get a babysitter or do whatever you have to do so that you can teach at 5.30. So then you're serving this product, you're going along, you're teaching at 5.30, you've made it for the squeaky wheel, or maybe let's do a best case scenario and say, hey, that works out and you get 50 people registered into your classes. So now you've got 50 people registered in your classes and you're teaching at 5.30 and really the whole reason that you started your business was because you wanted to spend time with your kids. So now you're not spending time with your kids because you're teaching at 5.30 because you took this survey and everybody said they wanted 5.30 and now you're still frigging miserable, right? You're miserable because you're not getting to be with your kids. So your business is not serving the whole reason that you created it in the first place, which is to have more freedom. If I know you guys, it's to have more freedom and to serve more people. You have to build this business from the very beginning in a way that serves you. An unhappy journey can never lead to a happy ending. So you have to make these decisions for yourself. You have to build your product and your schedule around what works for you, what you want to be doing, what you are the expert wearing the crown in, and not what other people tell you that they want. Those are the four biggest mistakes, y'all. The four biggest mistakes we make as we start to open up our businesses, making a huge time or money investment before serving paid customers. Number two, not understanding the unique value and advantages that you bring to your clients 
And so instead relying on comparison and commoditization. Number three, pricing your product based on what you think they will pay rather than demanding what your product is worth. And number four, building the product or schedule around suggestions from people who have not invested. All right, I'm going to run over here and I'm going to check. Let's see the questions. (laughs) So one of my admins is logged in as me and it says, um, Kelly Coulter said this, but I did not say it, but that's okay. So somebody very close to me did. Yes, they want classes at very specific times, but few show up. That's what happens when you do those surveys. Yes, yes, yes. All right, you guys, that is what I've got for you. I hope this serves you and is so helpful. I hope this helps you avoid making the mistakes that so many of us make as we're setting up our businesses. This Thursday, I'm going to have Janice Jakes on with me on Instagram Live, and we are going to be talking about all of the opportunities that are available right now to aqua instructors. So that's going to be a really cool discussion. If you If you're not an Aqua instructor, still tune in because Aqua is one of those things that you can add to your repertoire that can really allow you to teach and teach in a specialized way without wearing your body down even more. So it can be really a great augmentation to what you're already doing. And here's what I want you to know. On March 19th, I've got something special happening for you guys. So... Thursday, Janice Jakes is on Instagram with me. March 19th, Alexis Perkins and I have put together a a workshop and it's called Activate Your Marketing. It's a workshop that's all about how to stop doing the things, (laughs) all of the things that you're hearing from all the business building gurus, how to stop doing all of those things and learn to recognize what actually moves the needle and brings in business. So it's going to be all about the marketing things that actually bring business into your business. That's going to be on March 19th. And if you go to fitprosconnect.com, you will see a link right at the top that says activate your marketing workshop. Go there and get registered. It's a $47 workshop. It comes with the opportunity to possibly have a one-on-one coaching call with me or with Alexis. If you don't know Alexis Perkins, she and she created Chair One Fitness. She's amazing. She is my grassroots marketing coach within my accelerator as well. March 19th, 11 a.m., live taught, activate your marketing, stop doing all the things, learn to recognize what actually moves the needle and brings in new business. There will be a recording provided after the workshop. All right, y'all. So let me know what you think. Please comment and contribute to the conversation, whether you're here live or whether you're watching the replay, leave your comments. I get notifications. I want to answer your questions. If you are watching on YouTube, be sure to like and subscribe. And if you're watching on Facebook, make sure that you're in the Grow Your Fitness Business group for instructors, trainers, and coaches. That's where we network, support, and train. And that's where I cannot wait to support you. And no matter, okay, so listen, this is really important. The last thing I'm going to say, no matter where you are watching or listening, I have a favor to ask. 
Super important. Get your little typing fingers ready or pick up your phone. I need you to go to Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify right now. Okay? I'm going to give you a second. Go there. Pick it up. Get in there. I want you to find the Fit Pros Business Show. There are six episodes there currently as of March 1st, 2022, and I'm going to be uploading the audio every time I do one of these episodes. So I want you to go there, find the show, Fit Pros Business Show, and I want you to leave a review. So maybe you haven't listened to the show as a podcast yet. That's okay. You can still leave me a review because you've listened on Facebook or on YouTube or on LinkedIn already. So you know what I'm delivering. Leave me a review. Give me five stars and type a little paragraph up letting me know how much I've helped you. If you want to thank me for all of this content that I put out for you guys, that is the way to do it. Go leave me a review. Give me five stars and let me know how you have helped me. Your reviews really help all of these little quick wins that I deliver to land in the hands of other fit pros like you. So when you go out and you leave that review, it tells Apple Podcasts and Google and Spotify that I'm giving great information. So it's going to help other people find it because they'll show it to more people because they see that you liked it. So by leaving a review, you are actually helping me and you are helping yourself because I'm going to give more of this content and you are helping your colleagues in the industry. All right, y'all. I really appreciate you. I love you. And I will see you on Thursday. I can't wait to see your reviews. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.